Lots of people today are cutting their hair and beards at home because they can't go to the barbershop with COVID going on. Got a solution for you. Clipping Sheets. That's right, ClippingSheets.com. And if you go to them right now, they're giving away a free box of Clipping Sheets for absolutely free to the first 25 email subscribers using our promo code GOBEYOND. And this is only for the month of September. The cost of shipping is on them. The cost of the product is on them. That means it's absolutely free to you. It'll get mailed out to you when you subscribe with your email address on their website. That's ClippingSheets.com. Prevent bathroom sink messes while you're clipping your hair and beard at home. So go check them out for free at ClippingSheets.com. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Lo, man, and we're back for another episode of The World According to Lo. Uh, today, Crystal has skipped out on me. Uh, she's going to Labor Day weekend uh, travels, and I got a replacement today. So um, I'm excited to bring to the podcast uh, my co-worker and new uh, male uh, partner in the office. Matter of fact, we're the only two men. In our marketing department, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we paired up pretty well. Uh, Nicholas Gerard, what up, man? Hi, how's it going? It's pretty well. Hey, going man. Good. Yeah, we're actually uh, on location in the marketing uh, office here at uh, our, our job, Ocean Springs uh, Health Systems. Uh, Nick, tell them what you do. What is it that you do, man? So I basically took care of like most of the marketing, like looks and designs. I'm the graphic designer of the system, as well as a Mar here. I share the office with, but I do all like the billboards, brochures, pamphlets, flyers, stuff like that, yeah. like everything that you would see from day to day. Now, you you also attended uh, Ole Miss, yes, yeah, uh, regretfully. Did, <laughs> but uh, you you also started at Gulf Coast. So you, you went from you've been at each level of like college. Yes, community all the way up to university. Uh, how do how do you uh, pair that journey for somebody listening today? Um, I think it's pretty worth it. Honestly, you save a lot of money. You get to know a lot of people and whatnot. I think it's fun because, uh, well, going to community college, you get to know all those professors and whatnot, and you know it's a smaller experience. But then you go to a university, it's like blown out proportion. <laughs> so. But luckily at the uh, Ole Miss, the art department up there is like a high school. Yeah. So you literally know everyone, including like the teachers and everything. So that was that was pretty awesome. Well, uh, cool, because like with me, um, my journey was not the typical one. I've, I've attended, you know, audio school and then I went to film school. And we all and, and I tell this to everybody working in an office with other people who literally come from creative backgrounds is probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. Absolutely. Like, nobody's around here with ties and button-ups. <laughs> nah, I was telling you earlier, I sometimes come to work in sweatpants, like straight-up joggers, and our boss is like, what are you wearing? <laughs> but it helps, it helps you create, man. We have to pump in. We have to put out a lot of content a lot, like, every week. 
And I think being able to have the freedom to not worry about politics and, well, you know, all that stuff that goes into office play yeah. helps us really kind of gel and mesh together. Uh, matter of fact, we were talking, I walked in earlier today and Nick was making a list of type fonts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it right in front of me, actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, that's the kind of stuff you don't see on a, in a regular office. Now, uh, what what's your fascination with, with type fonts? Well, to be honest, like, I hated typography when I first started graphic design. Uh, if, you, if you're listening and, like, you don't uh, know typography or anything, it's just, like, all the letters and stuff that you see on, yeah. you know, everything that you see, just letters and all that. But um, I hated it. It was horrible. Like it, it was so stupid to me. I was like, "What? What does it matter if this O looks a little bit rounder? Yeah. You know, what does it? What does it matter if this A has like a, like a the back part of it is like bent more or whatever? <laughs> like that didn't matter. But my professor, he put it into perspective. He's like, "Well, I mean, how do you feel about cartoon characters and uh, and stuff?" And I was like, "They're kind of cool. Like each one's like kind of different in their own way." He's like, yeah. "Well, that's how type is too. Each one gives its own personality, and like you know, you wouldn't use." comic sans on a flyer for a health system would you and i was like no no <laughs> yeah so ever since he put that in perspective for me i've been uh i've been looking and trying to get as many of them as i can that well, I like i'm gonna put you on the spot what what's your all-time top five so far right now type type faces yeah. uh one of them was futura for sure uh, another one was wisdom script the third one i would probably say probably helvetica or bodani that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I like Universe because that was like back in the Bauhaus thing, day of things uh, from Germany. I think my favorite one right now, though, is uh, one called Selfie. <laughs> it's called Selfie, but uh, it kind of gives you that like Instagram kind of influencer impression. So, yeah, no. I, I told you, I look, at, hey, I look at these things all the time and I buy them whenever I can. I think it's one of those things that people don't realize you need until – it's not there, mm-hmm. and um, I'm glad we kind of on this subject because people are creating so many things now. Uh, a lot of their own personal brand and marketing is within their phones mm-hmm. or iPads, or very little today are people actually designing on you know laptops or uh, desktops. At least for the majority, um, what are some things that you would suggest people? stay away from when it comes to, you know, doing branding online or things that could catch your eye or turn you away when it comes to, like, you know, typography? Shoot. For me personally, I'm just like, if someone does something, like, branding-wise, try to keep it simple. Yeah. Like, don't don't overload your logo with, like, I don't know, like, like 10 words or whatever, just do like two or three, you know? Yeah. Cause if you can't capture the essence of your company, when you're describing it to someone within like a couple words, then you can't do it with the logo. Yeah. Like, honestly, um, it's funny that you mentioned people do it on the phone and everything. I, uh, Lee Tracy remedy, mm-hmm. uh, when they took over the remedy gift shop here in the hospital, they, uh, they, they had to come to us to go and do the logo and everything. Right. Cause we had a logo, but Lee Tracy took over. So, they emailed me all their stuff, and they were like, here's all the stuff that we have for Lee Tracy. Uh, can you make a logo for us? And I was like, okay, but do you have, like, the the design files? Yeah. And they are like, no, because she did it on her phone. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> that was, like, the number one thing. Like, if you're going to go and design your logo, try not to do it on your phone. Try to get someone that at least, 
you know, knows the yeah. software and stuff. Just so that way you can – if you ever have to edit it in the future and you have to send it to someone, it will be much easier on them. Yeah. And you won't have to worry too much about it. Now, that was a gem. So, you know, we, we want to make sure, like, everybody knows, like, that was a proper nugget that you just got. But I'm greedy. So I want people to understand because you, you just gave them a recommendation. You gave them some knowledge. The number one question people have, how much should I pay for a logo? It depends on how good you want it. Like, to be honest, when it comes to me, I don't charge hourly. Yeah. I used to when I first started. But then again, I don't get too many clients right now because I don't accept anyone yeah. right now. You're and busy. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is because I'm trying to teach myself, yeah. you know, other things. Yeah. But usually the way that I also talk to my professor and like other colleagues that are in graphic design and, you know, even filmmaking and yeah. photography, they, you know, you're kind of like basing it off of your time spent on it. But you got to think of it in this way. I went to school for this as well as others, including yourself. And you spent all the time in that school. Yeah. Why would you have to pay? Why would you have to go and charge someone by the time that you spend on yeah. something when it could literally take you less than 30 minutes? Yeah. But the value. Exactly. The value is there because you've done your time. Mm-hmm. They may not see that, but you've done your time in school. And then not to mention you're providing them the quality of that time that you spent educating yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people don't see it that way. They like to say, oh, 10 minutes, I could have done that myself. Well, you know, my response to that is that you can try and do that yourself. I'm not yeah. saying like go ahead and do it yourself, yeah. but you can try. You can we'll try. see how it turns out. Now, but Nick, here's the thing. Somebody's listening right now and saying, I have this great idea, but I don't have the budget to, to put a lot into my logo. But you want people to identify you. Mm-hmm. You know, what is Coke without the logo? Yeah. <laughs> so this is another thing that uh, I've actually come across with some friends when discussing it. It's that, you know, a champagne taste with a beer budget. We were just talking about this. but. Yeah. Surprisingly, you can find designers out there that will do this kind of work for pretty cheap, yeah. but pretty good results, actually. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that come to mind is like Fiverr. As mm-hmm. much as I hate recommending Fiverr, you can find people that will do it yeah. within a budget and pretty good. Yeah. Um, but but let, let, now let's say this, because I try to be very transparent. A lot of times on Fiverr, they'll design the logo, but they will not give you the master file. No, they will not. <laughs> you got to pay they, for that. They want to keep that, and you got to pay extra. And then also, it's kind of a way they keep you coming back or something, yeah. you know, just in case. Just in case you need that scalable size or something uh, different, color schemes mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, a lot of I've had a lot of clients that that have come to me for projects, and I'm doing video, and I'll say, "Hey, where's your logo? I need a Illustrator file or you know." The, the the master file. What do you mean? I gotta call my guy. He's he he's not answering, and it's like you, you, you mean you pay for a logo and you you don't have your you don't have complete ownership. You're leasing. Yeah, exactly. Your own logo. You don't even have your own file, so how can you own the brand? Yeah. You know? So you you know at any given point, this man can sell your logo, mm-hmm. the rights to it, the master file to it, and and, and go about it. Now, let's say somebody, because I want to get your opinion. 
let's say somebody designed it on their phone mm-hmm. and they bring it to you and they say, well, can you recreate this into an actual master file logo, raw logo, right? Um, how would you how would you approach that? Is that something that you choose to do? Would you rather just recreate a version of it on your own? Like what are what are your thoughts about being able to do that? So I've done both actually. Okay. I've done I had a I guess it's like a pet hospital vet thing. Mm-hmm. Like up at uh, Ole Miss, they came to me and asked me to recreate their logo because they lost the master file. So Recreate it for them and everything, provide them the Illustrator file, which is what the logos are usually in. So gave that to them, and they went on their way because yeah. they paid me, I guess, 100 bucks. I mean, I, I was yeah. a college kid, so I didn't <laughs> Trying know. Trying to make I, money, man. Yeah, I was just like, dude, I was struggling. I was that's, eating ramen. Like, that's, come on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a month worth of, of ramen noodles right exactly, there, Exactly, dude. You can live off of that. But <laughs> I've done that part of it, and then I've also had the part where – you know, they ask you to recreate it and like, you know, just vectorize it, yeah. which is the opposite of photos and stuff like that. Um, and I, I'll go ahead and recreate it, like they said, but then I'll also like adjust some things and be like, here's this version too, just yeah. in case you want to use it. Because I noticed like some things were off about the composition or some of the elements were kind of weird. Yeah. So I'll do that. And I, I like to do both, but. Like I said, I haven't done that in a while, actually. I actually kind of did that with Lee Tracy because I had to recreate their logo in that. Mm-hmm. So it was a process for that. But with them as well, I ended up giving them different kind of lockups for, like, the logo type, um, ones without their little woman and yeah. the dress and everything, which is actually Lee Tracy herself. <laughs> it's based on Lee Tracy. I never knew that. Yes. it's um, That part of the logo is based off of her from, like, back in the day, apparently. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I took that part off, just left the words, and did all kinds of things. Um, it's just one of those things that you have to go and, as a designer, know kind what you can handle and, right. like, what you want to do with it. Now, what should a person get if I pay full price for a logo? Like, am I just getting um, the master file? Should I also get, like, a black and white version? Like, what all? what are the standard? you know, practices for, you know, when you pay full price for a logo. So Maura and I talk about this a lot, especially regarding Singing Rivers logo, but usually as a designer, when you're doing a logo, you want to design the logo in black and white first. You do not do it in color first. You do it in black and white to make sure everything's proportional. If you flip it upside down backwards, put it at like a third of the size it is now, if it's legible. And if it is, it meets all those requirements, then you can go and colorize it. Mm-hmm. And you try to stick to four colors or less because of a you know, four-color processing when you're printing. But usually when I'm designing for someone, I will go and provide them that logo in CMYK, which yeah. is what printers do. Okay. You do it in RGB, which is the color format for computers and phones. And then you do – you can do PMS if you want. That's just – that's a whole different story. Yeah. But usually it's CMYK, RGB, and then black and white. So that way, you know, if they send it to someone, they don't have the capability to print in color, then they can just put a black or white logo on it, depending on what they're doing. Yeah. So it's it's much cheaper, too. Much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, you're right, if you're going to, like, newspapers or things like that, because I've seen people put a ton of color in logos mm-hmm. where 
it only makes sense if you can see the color. Exactly. <laughs> and then you switch to the black and white, and you're like, wow, that gradient kind of looks like my letter just yeah. went away or something. You can't see the, the contrast mm-hmm. in it, and it's terrible. Um, like, speaking of mobile, since we got there, what are you using? What apps are you currently using Excuse me. to del- like design or create on the fly on <laughs> your phone? To be honest, I don't. I don't know. I don't really use my phone that much for designing anymore. I, uh, I'm you're, just opening it right now to look. iPad user. Yeah, I'm so. an iPad user actually. I guess that counts. Um, yeah. That's mobile. <laughs> there's an there's an app called Procreate that I think every designer, even like kids and you know yeah. illustrationists, I see it on TikTok all the time too. <laughs> it's like Procreate's just a drawing app that you can do on there, and it's pretty fun. You can it's, uh, you know, like everyone knows what Photoshop is, yeah. and you know you can shop a picture or whatever, and it's fake. You can literally do all that stuff in Photoshop pretty much in Procreate. Really? Yes. So that's why when they put Photoshop on the iPad, a lot of people are kind of split because, you know, Photoshop, you can do the exer- yeah. everything you do in Procreate. But now how much depends. does Procreate run? $10. $10? I think it's $10, $15, and you get that for life. Wow. Yeah, Versus Photoshop, Photoshop is, is. – <laughs> I think it's $10 a month for the photography <laughs> version yeah. of the suite. $50 a month if you're an uh, individual. Now, how do you feel about Photoshop and Adobe doing a lot more like automation of things that you would normally be needed for? Because we talk about this all the time, even with film and video. Some of these apps, all you got to do is drag, drop, and trim. Like where you want it to start, finish. You got all these uh, transitions built mm-hmm. in like LUTs everywhere. And I'm saying the same thing happened in like graphic design. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a lot of people mistake the ability to automate for what we bring to the table as creatives, which is real human thoughts. Yes. Um, (laughs) The process of creating something um, beyond a, an idea we can think long-term plans uh, like we do here, uh, we're we're marketing things that will tie into the next project, into the next project. What do you think you what do you what do you see the future of where we are now uh, in five years? Like, do you I mean, think we still have jobs? <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's going to be exactly pretty much the same, just a little bit easier. Because like right now, I see it the same way. I'm like, you know, why not use the templates? They're out there, so why yeah. not use them? But we were talking about this morning too. I was like. You know, I'm learning how to do After Effects, which is like all those learning how to cut commercials and all that kind of stuff, kind of like Premiere and what you do in Final Cut. But um, if the template's there, then why not use them? But at the same time, I think that as an individual and creator, if you're going to learn all that kind of stuff, you should learn it bare bones first. Right. And then once you have appreciation for it, that's when you can be like, okay, I appreciate this template now because now I know the ins and outs of it and I can tweak it however I want. And um. It kind of goes back to the human element that you're talking about. Like, if you just automate everything, it's just going to look kind of bland, no personality. But with a human behind it, this is why it's important to go to a designer and not just do it on your phone because you can add that personality or they can recognize that and know what the branding needs. Yeah. Whereas, you know, a computer is just going to be like, here you go. <laughs> you're good. I, I agree. <laughs> um, a lot of times people will say, well, hey, Lo, I thought I needed you. And. Um, come to find out, I, I I can make this on my phone or my iPad, and I'm like, 
oh, okay, but then they they put it out and people say it's trash. And then they call me and they say, oh, okay, it didn't go that well. It wasn't <laughs> well received. I thought I was doing something great. Yeah. And I need you to fix it now. Can you take this and make it into something great? And a lot of times, like early in my career, you probably attested this even when you were in college. We're so thirsty and hungry for work. Mm-hmm. We we put ourselves in some terrible situations. Absolutely. Like, some, <laughs> like unwinnable situations. Absolutely. But now that, like, I've been working and, I, you know, you get a little more mature and seasoned in your career, like, I'm at a point where I say no. Like, yeah. I, it's like, you know what? No. You got to know your limitations. Next time you have a project, like, think of me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like don't don't make me the solution to your your cleanup man and you know trying to like they say make make poop stink you know smell better <laughs> it, it still stinks you know regardless of what you spray on it um, but uh, to move some, to forward a little lighter I always ask uh, I like to ask guests you know a couple random questions fires off what are you currently watching on Netflix. Uh, Lucifer, mostly because I yes yeah I'm uh yes. I'm dating someone who just started watching Lucifer and she's give like your girl you need a to shout watch out, it. Man. Give, her, give her a shout out, bro. Right? Uh, what was her name again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I was, almost uh, gave you. I almost gave you the uh, the 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 bad comment sound effect, but I'm not gonna do that. I mean, you can go ahead and do it. I'm a pretty bad uh, boyfriend in <laughs> That is for Nicholas for not shouting this girl's name out. No, nah, I just don't want to put it out there uh, publicly just yet because um, we're being we're being very careful about it. And um, I she love, just moved down here and everything. I love that. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Everything doesn't have to be shared on social media. Absolutely, right? you got to respect what the other person wants more than just yourself. But I can let her know by confirmation he talks about you all the time. And- <laughs> We have seen the effects of you being in Nicholas' life. So, trust, we, we appreciate you. Nick, Nick is a better man. Yeah, it was like I was coming into work all, uh, you know, dressed really badly, kind of in a bad <laughs> mood. And now I come in with a bad mood, but without sweatpants on. Yeah. Like actual yeah. dress pants. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we can't be mad. So, y'all, how are y'all liking Lucifer? It's one of my favorite shows. I'm actually really liking it a lot. It's kind of, I don't know, it's interesting. I mean, I consider myself Christian in yeah. a way. Even though I, you know, we talk about that. Yeah, everyone has some times that they relapse and whatnot. But excuse me, uh, with Lucifer, it's interesting to see how they apply the human condition to like the devil. Yeah, out of all things. So I really love when he talks about everybody in humanity blames everything on the devil when he like has nothing to do with it. That's what I'm saying. Most people don't get that in real life. Like, yeah, yeah, you could say that the devil influences you and whatnot, but in general, God gave you free will. So, I mean, come on, are you really going to blame everything you did on the the devil? The devil made you take those shots. Yeah, exactly. He made you go home with that person and just do dumb stuff. Yeah. I mean, and, Come on. I'm in I'm under the belief that like you have full control of your actions yeah. like pretty much because at I all think times. we desire what we desire. Yeah. And I think we feed those notions. Uh you know, one of my favorite sayings is is to thyself be true. 
And I always tell myself, like, did I end up in this place because I really wanted to see what this was or what it was like? Or did I end up, like, I really, I, I kind of felt like you do. You don't end up somewhere by mistake. You know, we get drawn to it. And instead of even making a good decision not to do it, we just go with the flow. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's, um, that's pretty much life. I mean, you know something's bad. Yeah. You know that something's not going to come <laughs> out good from it. But for me, like sometimes I go and do it just because my friends are going. And it's not so much I want to join them. It's that someone's got to look out for these idiots. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they even address that in the show. Like they say um, – Stuff like, yeah. you know, the devil's like, hey, I'll make a deal with you I'll if you it. if you do something for me later. Yeah. And he never makes you do anything. He's like, mm-hmm. no, this is all up to you. You're the one deciding, and it's all your deepest desires. Yeah. I never actually did anything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just exposing what you are hiding inward. Exactly. Inwardly, you know. Um, great show. If you haven't checked it out, check it out because it will literally make you think. I, I'm really – I'm really into Lucifer. Uh, that sounds weird, but <laughs> <laughs> um, next question, man. What was the last thing you posted on social media? Shoot, uh, on my Insta or my Finsta? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I think it was on my Finsta actually, and it was. Uh... <laughs> Matter of fact, let me give y'all a little tidbit about Nick. <laughs> That was the last thing I posted. <laughs> we, we got, we're not going to share that on, on the podcast. Let's just say Nick posted a very funny meme. <laughs> Including our governor, Tater Tot Reeves, as yeah. I like to call him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, Nick Nick has he's, – he's a person that has the two lists, um, two sides of – uh, social media so mm-hmm. he has his general public side and then nick is an avid user of the close friends post so uh <laughs> some of you that think people aren't posting no you're just not in the close friends yeah list. you can't see the wild side <laughs> or anything you know church friends and family like sorry but you ain't seeing your actual child <laughs> yeah you're not seeing and a lot of parents are like no my kids aren't posting anything on well you're wrong yeah yeah you're not seeing anything that they're posting you're not getting vip access and uh we had a little situation here at work where nick um, unconsciously started to discuss uh, something from his close friends list. And one of our coworkers, we'll, shall rename, uh, remain nameless, uh, said, I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> she got very upset. Yeah. And she still holds it over me all the time. Yeah, it, 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 it's not fun when you find out that you didn't make the close friends list. Well, I mean, for me personally... <laughs> It's like you either didn't make it because I didn't like you or yeah. I don't want you to know about that stuff or like I genuinely forgot. And she was one of those people I just forgot. But I sent it to her. Yeah. Like the, it was a post announcing that I was dating a girl. Yeah. And it was um, – I sent it to her in a DM because yeah. I do that to my friends or I'll post it on my close friend story. Because uh, at the time she said I don't want it you know, publicly yet yeah. on like your profile. Because again, we're trying to remain respectful, uh, respectful for yeah, her side of everything. Keep, 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 keep everything. Everything doesn't have to be shared. I'm gonna keep saying that. 
everything doesn't have to be shared for everybody on social media. Oh, I know. That's we, we got to stop that practice, man. It's toxic. Oh yeah, like, I've, super toxic. I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of getting tired of social media, and the yeah. only reason why I'm sticking with it is just because you know I'm a graphic designer. So it's like we you gotta, have to. You got to have a presence. I mean, honestly, that. if it was up to me, I would have deleted my Facebook and Instagram yeah. ages ago. I barely use Snapchat at all. Yeah. I deleted my Twitter because. Yeah. That's just kind of toxic in itself. Like, <laughs> Twitter is a whole other It's entirely toxic. And yes. I, I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think anyone in life, you're better off if you get rid of these social media apps yeah. where you're seeing. It's fine seeing all your friends, but, you know, you're not just following your friends. You're yeah. following those models or for guys, it's that girl that you wish that you had or something. <laughs> or girls, it's like yeah. that lifestyle, that lavish lifestyle you want. But those to be ones. honest, that kind of frames your mind in a way that you're failing yourself like yeah. you're kind of just making yourself feel bad about what your actual situation is that is very good advice nick and i could not agree more i think if we get to the point where you just just live the life that you have you know i, I try to do things where what you get from my platforms are going to be empowering things um glimpses into my journey a bit mm-hmm. you know what i mean sometimes i think people there are a lot of people that are seeking and searching for influences to become better, to become maybe into a new life or not a new life of like being, but maybe new paths in life where you may become interested in graphic designs or film or whatever it is, fooderies, you know, different things. But that's what it should be. You should keep social media light. Um, speaking of social media, where can people find you online, man? Sure, you're gonna make me do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give them the IG. To be I, honest, I don't even remember my yeah. own tag. That's how much IG, I don't. Really. IG is easy. It's a uh, Nick underscore Gerard, and uh, you know it'll it'll have my name as the picture. It's a graphic design page mostly, but I, I post some personal stuff on there sometimes. I've been trying to archive just some things that I don't really need on there. But you put me onto some awesome creatives. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, man, those guys. Are yeah, cool. if anyone out there ever wants like any kind of you know creative outlook that they want to look at or yeah. any kind of pages, I got you. Like I look at all that stuff. Yeah, Nick is the is the connoisseur of creativity online. Yeah, he will but tell I'm, you right where to go. But I'm pretty bad at it myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. You, you're not a real creative man. Like if you don't have that struggle. Yeah, I mean, you're always going to see someone that's doing something better than you. But the thing <laughs> is, like, it's. It's funny because uh, we always talked about this in college. It's like, um, you know, a great artist copies or what was it? The saying, it's like a good artist co- uh, copies a great artist steals. Yeah. And it's like, that's <laughs> true. Like in the digital age and everything, like, you, yeah, there's licensing and all that kind of stuff. But like, I think it's okay to like for an artist to, you know, borrow some oh, ideas from someone. Man, I, when I, I was uh, on the project uh, with a very big celebrity. Their entire team does nothing but scour the internet for like that trendiness or upcoming, something. Upcoming, edgy, exactly. creatives. And like they may have 200 followers, but they're gifted, right? Mm-hmm. And they just take that stuff and they just remodel it to fit the brand. Their branding, that they yeah. Have. And I'm like, y'all are really like extracting from ground zero exactly it just <laughs> happened recently with a uh, taylor swift actually yeah. with her album like the cover i mean honestly it was pretty much taken straight up from another i think it was like a branding website yeah. or like a, <laughs> a sales website or something it was 
it was like the most random thing. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like you don't think about this, but like all these big design companies and people for like celebrities mostly, like you said, yeah. they scour the internet and they find like the smallest sect of it, and they're like, "I'm using this." Yeah. So. And I mean, you know, keep your eyes open. That's the only thing I can tell you. <laughs> Dude, I, I saw it the other day on my Instagram. Actually, I was yeah. like following two different pages, and one of them was like, "Oh, here's our new wine," and I was like. Wait a second. And I looked at the label. They took it straight up from like um, – it was like a typography yeah. package with all the fonts and stuff. It was the template that oh they had God. on it. They took it straight from that, put it on their wine bottle. I was like, dude, come on now. You could at least arrange it differently. They didn't change anything but the words. That's it. I swear it was just the words, colors Which, and everything the same. And look, that is the proof we were talking about earlier to tie it all together, man. Don't go with the cookie cutter, fast paced route. Like, actually put some thought into your creativity. Actually put, you know, some some soul and heart mm-hmm. into what you're doing. And, uh, you know, start there, man. If, if you don't have enough money, save. I tell everybody, you can stop eating out a couple of times. Like, sacrifice for the things that are important. If this business is not important for you, to really just make the sacrifices to the essential things you need, you know, your logo, your website, or you really don't even have that website anymore. Like Mm-mm. Instagram. Just, yeah, Instagram, social media, these mobile outlets. Like, man, then you need to go back to the drawing board because I don't make a move on anything until I know it's a great idea that I can push out mm-hmm. and grow. And I think most people need to do that, do the same. So I wish I was the same way. I mean, honestly, (laughs) I mean, I had a couple buddies like out of Ole Miss, like I met them through a bunch of parties up there and uh, they were like, Hey, we want to start our own whiskey brand. And I was like, okay, what does that have to do with me? (laughs) They're like, well, we want you to design the logo and everything. I was like, Oh shoot. Like, let's do it. So we made the brand and everything. It's called Sippy Boot. If you want to look it up, it's actually live and everything, but it's a shout out. Sippy Boot. Yeah, Sippy Boot, like right. Mississippi and the yeah. boot. I don't know why. It, it's what it he makes named. Sense. I get it. But the thing is, like, I, it's not a dead brand or anything like that. Yeah. It's just nothing has been moving forward because of COVID, obviously. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where um, I tried to think not too much out of the box, but at the same time, I didn't want to just straight up copy some right. other thing. And um, just went along with um, making the whole logo from my, like, by hand. Yeah. And it took me a while to do that, but I'm about to rebrand the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> it looks like, dude, it looks like butt, like yeah. straight butt, and so I'm about to rebrand go it clean all. It. You got to go clean it up a bit. Uh, not clean it. It's like deep scrub <laughs> and everything. Take some bleach to it. Well, look, man, y'all check out Nick online uh, on IG at Nick underscore Gerard. Um, man, it's been great talking to you today, man. Thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm going to have to bring Nick back because there's so many other topics we can get into with, <laughs> with what he does. But uh, until next time, man, shout out to my Patreon nation. Uh, we appreciate you um, and those that are signing up. If you want to sign up, you can sign up at patreon.com backslash Aloysius Ballard, or you can find it on my website, AloysiusBallard.com. And once again, uh, what's the last thing I need to tell you? Oh, man, if you don't know your life matters, you bring something to this world. So don't waste it until next time. Peace.